It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. Race week here on the driver's seat as we count down for the Penrite Oil Sandown Super Sprint. It is just a mere, well, hours away if we're talking setup day and all that sort of jazz, which mm. we kind of are, aren't we? Uh, but uh, welcome, welcome, gentlemen. Uh, Matt McKeldin, Stephen Johnson, and myself, Nims Azor, here with you. How are we, boys? Um, Mate, I, I'm really good. I've been here, I've been sitting here waiting for the show to start, reading through my run sheet. Old mate, co-driver here, has just rolled in, fresh cup of coffee with about five seconds to go before hey. he went to it. <laughs> Am I late? Am I late, You Nimsy? are not late. He's not. Oh, he's not. No, not late. He's here. He's just slid in Mark Webber style. <laughs> oh, Mark Webber. Well, with Oscar Street. From Stevie J. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got in here and everything's calm and I, cool on the outside. I, I quite enjoy <laughs> the yelling from the studio. We're on in five seconds. <laughs> Well, while I'm in the while I'm in the making a coffee. Well, thankfully we are all here and we are good to go on the driver's seat. We love to have your company as well. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Wherever you're listening around the country, but we got to start off the show with our feature interview. As always, we do it thanks to Ryko Filters. But first, let's give the proper intro. Todd Hazelwood has the armor all pole position mark, and that got you animated. It was fabulous, wasn't it? Good, and what a superstar performance by young Todd Hazelwood. He gets down the inside, Todd Hazelwood. That gets him on the podium. Brilliant drive by Todd Hazelwood. What a great night! Yes, he is. He had a bit of a homecoming of sorts, returning to Matt Stone Racing. But please welcome back to the driver's seat the one and only Todd Hazelwood. Hey, gents. Thanks for having me back on the show. Great to have a chat. <laughs> it's been too long, mate. It's been too long. As I said, we, we spoke to you uh, oh, last year. We've spoken to you here, there, and everywhere. But this year, back with MSR, a homecoming, as Nimsy alluded to there. Uh, give us your thoughts on the first half of the year, mate. Yeah, look, the f- to be honest, the first few rounds of this year were you know, really exciting. Obviously, it was uh, you know, a huge deal for me to step back into the team at Matt Stone Racing and we're really pleased with the first few rounds of the year and you know, consistently inside the top 10, couple of top five to start off the year. Um, but to be honest, the last couple of rounds, we've just lost our form. We need to get a bit of mojo back and you know, no time like the present. We're keen for this weekend. We've just come off the back of our second test day. Um, so, yeah, keen to get stuck in the sand down this weekend. I tell, what, I tell you what, mate, the first part of the year, mm. you guys 
really impressed both of Matty and I and, mm. and I think a hell of a lot of other people. I mean, you guys were on it. You were qualifying in the top five, racing in the top five. You know, I mean, I think Jack had a – it was front row, wasn't he? At, mm. uh, at, at, S- um, at SMP, wasn't it? SMP, and, and also Tasmania, I think. I, I think, but um, – yeah, yeah, Tassie, we shared the front first two rows. So, yeah, yeah, it's been a good start. But You know, I mean, yeah. where do you see what, – what's changed? Do, do you think that the others have just maybe uh, jumped a little bit ahead and you, you guys have stayed stagnant or, or have you – uh, you know, I mean, we all see and we all, you know, me included, have been in in a situation like that before where you're all working just as hard and, you, and you're driving just as hard and you're doing everything behind the scenes right, but it's just not translating to results. Mm. I mean, normally when you get that role like you had at the start of the year, you can continue that. But do you think you'd be able to get that back uh, by, uh, you know, especially by the end of the year? Yeah, look, I certainly hope so, guys. Um, you know, that's, that's <laughs> the aim. You're only, you're only as good as your last race, and you know the last few races have, haven't been great. So, um, yeah, as I said, we come off the back of only our second test day of the year just last week. Um, we got a lot out of it. So, to be honest, the car's been fast for us um, at rounds that we haven't had great results. It's just been a few too many little niggly errors that have really got in the way of you know, you know letting us been out of capitalise on the car that we've got. So. You know, like at, uh, in particular at Darwin and Townsville, you know, we had a few gremlins on car 35, but, you know, car 34 with Jack LeBrock, he was, he was still consistently in the top 10 and in the top five in the shootout at Townsville. So I think probably outside of probably the Bend and Winston, you know, every round we've had a car capable of being inside the top 10. So definitely it's keeping me motivated, even though we've had a, a, you know, a couple of poor runs in the last few rounds. But hey, um, you know, there's still plenty of fire in the belly and I've still got, you know, high hopes for the back end of this year. You know, we're getting into the final five now, big marquee events, no to- no better time than the present to, uh, you know, try and aim to get that team's first podium. I feel like we started the year, as you said, we had that momentum rolling. Um, but, you know, it's, it's also given us a bit of a, a slap across the face of what we need to improve and work on. And we've hopefully ironed out those few creases in the paperwork and we can finish this year off strongly. May you mentioned we're in the final five coming up with the marquee events. Of course, the Bathurst 1000 is coming up. And just announced that you've been, uh, you're going to be partnering with Jaden O'Jada, the juice. Um, you love saying that, don't you? The juice. The old juice. <laughs> because, you know, well, I, and I'll tell you the reason why. Because if you go up and down. You like juice? Our dri- Yes. Jaco um, Caravans? Like well, yes. I was once sponsored by Grove Fruit Juice. Um, if you go up and down our pit lane, right, there's no real crazy nicknames like you know J Dub Jamie Winkup used to be J Dub and you know Chazzy Mozzie's the Mozzie but there's no one like the juice. Yeah. <laughs> so I like saying Jaden O'Jada the juice. Um tell me what you what what you like about him mate and how you're feeling coming into the enduro. Yeah pump for the enduros. You know I've I've been pushing help to have Jaden in my corner um since he announced that he was doing a wild card. So, you know I put a lot of value on on those guys being out to get the opportunity to do a wild card get amongst the main field and, and really show what they can do. You know, obviously, you know, he's not running Super 2 this year, but from my eyes, it could it could also be a benefit because it is a big weekend when you're trying to do Super 2 and also racing in the main series on that weekend. So the fact that we've got him all to our disposal come race weekend at Bathurst, I think will be a, will be a huge benefit. Obviously, a bit of, bit of intel from his learnings this year. Working with a main series team, you know, full time for, for his from his personal point of view, obviously at WAU. So, um, yeah, we had him in the test day in, in the car at the test day last week, and yeah, did a fine job. And 
pretty seamless and yeah, pretty easygoing guy to get along with too. So uh, yeah, excited, excited moving forward. Hey mate, uh, obviously Bathurst and obviously Gold Coast coming up. You got a few in between as well, but um, obviously the the Adelaide Five Hundred. Yeah, it's Ooh, back. Yes. Yes. it's back. And uh, obviously the season finale at the end of the year, where it's normally at the start of the year. So uh, you know, you and the the other. SA drivers like Percata and uh, Scotty, Scotty Pye. Pye. Yeah. yeah, you were down there, uh, obviously, to – or you you were quick on jumping on the movement to get the race back to Adelaide for the street circuit event. Um, you know, what do you think it's going to be like as the final event compared to normally the uh, the start of the year? Oh, I think they've both got their own benefits in their own way. But, um, you know, when we first had that meeting with Peter Malinouskis, who's now obviously been elected as Premier – who would have thought that a, a supercar race would ever be a, a conflicting um, you know, government decision? You know, they could have all the policies in the world, but if you bring a race back, you know, everyone's on board. So um, <laughs> it's been a quite an interesting year being a part of that program. And um, you know, obviously to, for it to be the finale, it's unbelievable. You know, I think it's really going to put Adelaide on the map, but also supercars as well. You know, it's going to be a standalone event. There's going to be no distractions within the city, obviously, normally in March. They call it Mad March in Adelaide. For yeah. a reason, because there's so many events going on at the same time. But Adelaide, you know, to be captured with the supercar race itself running at that time of the year, you know, I think it's really going to show to the rest of the world how much value there is on that particular event. It'll shine on its own, no doubt. And with the plan that, you know, obviously we've, we've had the luxury of being able to get behind the scenes with Peter Malinetis and obviously the SA Motorsport Board and, and hearing some of the details of their plan to ensure that they bring this event back to life in a bigger and better way than than ever before so um no better way that to finish off the year of a massive bang and you know and obviously a cool way to sign off the i suppose from a historical point of view you know it's obviously where holden originated from and, and that's you know to do its final supercar race in south australia on the streets of adelaide i think it's a cool way to sign off the championship for more ways than one see uh, uh... So supercars fans and stuff like in Melbourne, we, we kind of know that the days of, you know, Sandown are probably numbered. Did you ever think, like growing up as a, as a motorsport fan, Todd, did you ever think that, you know, there could be a day where they did take the Adelaide 500 away? And when they did, <laughs> like, it, it's, it's, it sounds extraordinary, doesn't it? Yeah, and to be honest, I didn't even realise it would be. I thought it was just because of COVID, you know. That was, that was the reasoning of everything at the time. I thought, oh, yeah, you know, because of COVID. And then I actually read the statement. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, yeah. I actually <laughs> understood the details behind it. And I think, yeah, yeah and, and it was obviously a shock within South Australia. But, you know, I think what probably the, the opposition at the, you know, the leaders at the time didn't realise that how well supported the event was both interstate and internationally as well. And they didn't put a lot of value on that. Um, so, you know, I think it wasn't just, you know, us South Australians campaigning to bring it back. It was the whole motorsport um, community mm-hmm. rallying, trying to obviously push to bring it back because obviously from a, a selfish point of view, what it does for motorsport, it's, you know, that event in particular is huge, but, you know, what it also does for the state. And, um, you know, it was great to see that, you know, the stats didn't lie and we, we weren't just pushing, you know, we weren't just pushing our own agenda. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, people coming out of the woodwork saying we want to bring this race back, whether it was, you know, local restaurants and cafes and all the rest of, you know, all the other people that benefit from this great event. So, um, yeah, super stoked to bring it back. And obviously being a proud Adelaidean, you know, it's, uh, it's a race that we all enjoy. Obviously it's an event, but it's the actual circuit as well. It's, it's proper balls to the wall circuit. And, you know, they're the sort of tracks that I really enjoy. 
And they've brought it back as the last race, so you've gone from blindingly hot at the first race to blindingly hot at the end of the year. So uh, <laughs> thanks, Supercars. Exactly. Um, uh, mate, one of our listeners, a, a great listener, uh, he listens to a bunch of stuff that we do. Uh, Mo from Warrigal. Good on you, Mo. He's texting. He said, hey, Todd, I've been a fan about how you go about things from when you first had your helicopter crash at Sandown, just to explain that, Todd hit the wall very, very hard and helicoptered through the wall it's down the back straight. That's when he backed into John O'Webb, yeah, Absolutely, it? yeah. And then the 30 <laughs> minutes later, uh, you jumped into your Super 2 car and from memory got yourself on the podium. How do you go about preparing your head after a crash like that to to perform and be confident so quickly after? Good on you, Mo. How do you prepare after something like that, Todd? Um, look, I think I was in a pretty lucky position where I had the opportunity to jump in another car straight away and there was a, a lot of motivation to get back in that car because I was leading the Super 2 championship and starting on the front row next to my championship rival so if that doesn't get you out of bed and motivated then nothing will I think um, so yeah I, I had a pretty strong reasoning and you know you know obviously the luckiest part was that I was uninjured so once I knew I was able to just dust myself and dust myself off and you know Brad sort of reiterated that there was there was no hard feelings and sort of reiterated that it wasn't my fault because at the time I had no idea what had happened. All I knew is I'd gone flying, you know, gone flying and went upside down and the car was toast. So, you know, for more reasons than run, it wasn't a good headspace to be in. But, um, yeah, you know, like I was, you know, as I say, cliche comment, it's get back on the horse and have another go. But, yeah, look, at probably afterwards, um, the wave of emotions was probably the hardest thing mm. I had to deal with getting over. But um, yeah, as I said, you know, I had a goal in mind and I was never going to let anything get in the way of that because you work too damn hard to, to be in that position and I was never going to let anything get in the way of, of me trying to get back in that car and try and uh, put, put together that championship, which we did in the end, which was uh, you know, very lucky yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah, and, and I think that's, a, that's, you know, the race being so close to the like the Super 2 race being so close to the accident time, um, probably didn't really give you much time to sit down and reminisce exactly what happened, to be fair. So you sort of, you rushed off and then, and then literally not long later you got checked over and I know you had to change your suit because you had mud and, mud and crap all over <laughs> you from, from, from the rollover uh, and then just straight back in the next car and, and, and ready to go. So I think it's probably a good thing that you didn't have, you know, a few hours in between. to Not to like mull over it, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and go back through the yeah, socials exactly. and have a look at what, what actually happened and all that sort of thing. So it's probably a good thing that you could just then focus straight on the Super 2 start and, and doing the best job you could there. Yeah, exactly. You, you're dead right, Steve. And, um, you know, it was a bit... You know, I remember getting back from, um, you know, pleading with the uh, the officials and obviously the medical team. He looked after me greatly, but, you know, my heart rate was going through the roof because I was just so paranoid about missing the, the dummy grid to the Super 2 race. That's all I cared about. <laughs> and, you know, they said, well, we can't let you go until your heart rate goes down. And so, well, let me get out of this goddamn muddy suit and I'll cool down. But um, So once I got back to the pits and then obviously it was more the, the overwhelming support, you know, that I had from whether it's all the guys in pit lane coming to the garage or you know, just all the punters asking if I was okay. That was probably the most overwhelming part of it all. Um, so once I got the, I remember sort of driving the cars to the, super to, um, to the dummy grid and actually got cleared on the on the dummy grid um, by the medical staff so that I was clear and fit to race. So, you know, that, that sort of highlights how close I was to obviously, A, missing the race, but... You know, mm. Thankful enough, I was able to get on with the job and get it done. So, like as you said, I didn't I didn't watch the any replays or anything until the Sunday night. Um, I'm about. I was sharing the same room as my engineer was McDougal. 
I heard him watching it on his phone and he, he's sort of like, oh shit, I wasn't meant to watch it in front of Todd sort of thing. And I thought, oh. <laughs> and I remember him, he sort of like looked at me sheepishly and I'm like, oh. And he's like, have you seen it? Yeah. I'm like, nah, I haven't seen it. And he goes, pretty spectacular. He said, when you're ready, you should watch it. I'm like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it's, it's sort of funny looking back at it all now, I guess. But yeah, look at, at the time, it was, it was not nice. And, that's that's the that's the game we're in. If, mm. if that scares you, then you're in the wrong game, I guess. Absolutely, uh, mate. Just before we let you're you in go, you're good company with Matthew McKelder, mate. Anyway, so <laughs> oh, I was seriously, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I, did you know? I, I totally knew that was. I'm writing only because I'm writing notes about what you said there, Todd. About just get get back on the horse because I haven't driven my Trans Am well, car. You're for the only one that's got months. a sound grab in this whole deal. <laughs> I do have a sound grab about the ball for Matt Oh, thank there you, you Nimsy. There you go, <laughs> uh, mate. Just before we uh, let you go, Gen Three, you had a you had a crack in the new whip at uh, Tail and Bend. Give us your initial thoughts of the Camaro because that's where you're heading next year, we believe, with MSR. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, signed up with MSR and obviously the Chevrolet program, which is exciting. And to be honest, guys, I loved it. I was really impressed. You know, obviously, there's been a a lot of comments and critics about Gen 3, but I was, you know, generally impressed. I had a smile from ear to ear when I drove it. Um, you know, I loved the torque in the, in the motor, the way it comes on under the throttle, but it's still a well-balanced package. You know, it still does everything that you want from a race car point of view. It's not this big, slippery, sideways, out-of-control boat that everyone's talking about. You know, I felt like it's still <laughs> well-balanced. You know, obviously, we drove it at tail and bend. So if you're ever going to feel what the car's going to do, you're going to feel yeah. it in effect around those, those corners there, you know, being high speed, flowing, had really good feel on the brake. So I think from a racing point of view, we're going to have the opportunity where we can, you know, we're going to have the car, the tyre's going to be slipping up on exit. We're going to have the opportunity to get a run on people. We've also got confidence on the brakes, which I was a bit worried about with the Gen 3. I thought, well, if they're going to make the car that loose and slippery, it's like when they put us on a hard tyre, and suddenly no one wants to pass each other because... We don't want to lunge and come from a long way back like we do on a soft tyre. So mm. um, the fact that I think it's going to be on a decent tyre next year, we've got a good brake package. Um, the tyre is still usable, um, but obviously a reduction in aero, but it's well balanced. So you can still get racy. And yeah, I'm excited. You know, obviously there's a lot of work that's left to be done behind the scenes. It's, it's well documented and there's no question about that. But um, and myself and the team, we're pushing really hard to ensure that as a, as a team and as a program, we're best prepared for Gen 3 next year because we see it as a golden opportunity to obviously come out, come out and start the season strong if we position ourselves well. And, um, you know, it's a great equaliser. You know, everyone starts from scratch all of a sudden. You know, we've had the same equipment now for nearly 10 years and, you know, we're, we're literally fine, you know, fine-tuning the thing with, a, with nothing at the moment. We're, we're literally scraping the bottom of the barrel looking for the last little half a tenth that we can find. So, um, you know, starting from scratch, all new tricks, and um, I love I love the the engineering mechanical side of our sport. Um, so I'm I'm excited. Did Jack LeBrock get a chance to uh, to drive that thing? Because pretty much every bit of footage I saw was him him filming you in the car. Uh, I reckon he spent more time on his phone filming you driving around in the Camaro than he actually <laughs> spent in the Camaro. <laughs> Well, it was actually, it was, we basically did half the day each. Uh, so, yeah, it was in for the first half of the day, and I was in for the second half. So, um, yeah, we both got about, I think, roughly 50-odd laps each. So, it was, yeah, it was a really good day. Um, the car pretty much ran faultlessly. So, um, yeah, I was pretty happy. And, um, as I said, you know, felt like I, I put my own critics to bed in, in my own mind. Um, you know, I was obviously going into the, into the test day, wise, eyes wide open. Um, 
because obviously there's so much speculation about the car and it, you know for for good and bad reasons. But um, yeah, to finally get a taste and know what we're going to be signing up for for next year, I think the sport's in a good place. I think Jen, well, at, least, yeah. at least you fit in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. It is it is tight. And, uh, and you guys know how short I am. I, I'm probably one of the shortest guys in pit lane. So I was like, you're not, you're not short, mate. You're concentrated. Thought, oh, that looks. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I looked at Jack and I thought oh, that looks like fun, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just be glad you don't have, have to team up with like Garth Dander or something for the enduros. But um, <laughs> but Todd, you've been uh, you've been bloody generous with your time uh, this evening, mate. Uh, go well at Sandown. Hopefully, we'll see you trackside there, and uh, we'll chat to you soon here on the driver's seat. Good luck with Bathurst in the remainder of the year, and hopefully, you can finish off strong. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate the chat. Always good to catch up. <laughs> Todd Hayes, we're there from Matstone Racing, joining us here on the driver's seat. And you can you can almost see from the way that uh, MSR have been going this year that some big things are coming on the horizon, can't you? Oh, yeah. I, I think they've got it all there. They've got all the ingredients there. They've got some good, strong leadership with Matt, with Jason Gomesall in the place. They've got a great commercial manager in Al Bay. I mean, when, when Stevie J and I were in Darwin, you look down the back of pit lane there there is absolutely no mistaken who msr was who their major sponsor was they looked absolutely mint um in what they do two good drivers gen three as toddler said there on a reset there's every chance mm. i mean they're, they're sort of they're the hand grenade waiting to go off i reckon and uh it'll be interesting to see what they can put together in the back half of this year but next year too i reckon yeah we we saw um when car of the future first came out stevie that uh it was like didn't like Nissan and BJR all of a sudden came out swinging in the first couple of rounds? Yeah, BJR were were the team to beat at the start of until they weren't. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were the they were the team to beat at the at the very start of yeah. the uh, you know the next gen or the mm. gen three or whatever you want to call it. Car of the future, uh, whatever. Car yeah. of the future, yeah. <laughs> all that. The last cars we just last, drove. Yeah, the ones that we're currently driving now until we drive the next ones next year. <laughs> they need to be current. The old ones, these ones, not the new ones. Yeah. Yeah. But it was funny how they just got a handle on it so much quicker than everybody else. And that could be the case with this. It could throw a curveball at the start. Totally. Yeah, MSR or, yeah. you know, could, could, you know. Could be Brad Jones. Could be Brad Jones. You know, could be the could Grove. Be Premier. Yeah. Could be Grove. Could be anyone. Yeah, it could Premier be with all the new drivers. Um, but let us know what you think. Oh four double three. Now, yeah, sorry, <laughs> he just pulled the pin on that one. Didn't I was he? about to say <laughs> that was one of those ones where you yeah, pull the pin, throw the grenade, run out the room, and slam the door. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the text line if you'd like to get in touch with us on the driver's seat. We got so much to get through. We got a sand down preview. We'll touch on the mailbag because you've had your feedback come in throughout mm. the week. It's been a big. Big week. There's uh, stuff happening at DJR. There's stuff going on on the co-driver lineups at Bathurst. It is a big, big show, and we'd love if you were part of it here on the driver's seat. Text in 0433981116 if you want to be a part of the show. But coming up next, we'll have a look at the Sandown Super Sprint. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. I'm getting a little bit excited over a, a race. A race. Very early for you to go. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say. So, um, for regular listeners of the driver's seat, you'd know that uh, generally, the later it gets into the evening, that uh, we normally well, we'll have a bit of a chat during the ad breaks. Myself, Steve, and Maddie, and then I'll realise, oh, guys, ten seconds, ten seconds. Well, kind of a 
Uh, well, that's only on the first ad break. And you're already <laughs> I know, I know. Mate, you've had a long day. Are you producing breakfast at the moment? You've had a long. I day. am. I am. So <laughs> there you go. Now there um, it is, folks. Don't drive home. Now we were gonna we were gonna get this. Uh, we were gonna pr- talk about this a little bit later on, but I figure while uh, this text has come in from Pete and Cranbin, mm. uh, good to have you on board, Pete. Cranbin, Cranborn, Cranbin, Cranborn. Hmm. No, Cranborn. No, Cranborn. Steve. Born, Cranborn. No, it's Cranbin. <laughs> Cranbin or Crimebin, if you uh, live in that oh, neck of the woods. Oh, Pete, Pete, back me up. Back me up. Um, but look, Crimebin, you can't say that. Anyway, 0433 98 11 16, if you'd like to get in touch here on the driver's seat. Uh, Pete says, hey, fellas, what are your thoughts on the backflip on Super 2, 3 car uh, eligibility for 2023? Tickford must have been caught short. They're looking to convert an ex-GRM Commodore into a Mustang. Now, we were going to touch on this a little bit later on, but I figured Pete's brought it up, so we might as well talk about mm. it now. So what's happened is, uh, the as of next year, the Gen 2 Ford Mustang and Holden ZB Commodore are the only cars that will be able to compete in the Dunlop Super 2 Series. So uh, now, the V8's Luthwin didn't mention this last week, um, that uh, it was going to be, remember, it was just going to be a big mixed bag, wasn't it, fellas? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it was. And but and and speaking of Sleuth, I had a big long chat to him this morning about all of this. This is the interesting thing, Pete. You mentioned it here that Tickford must have been caught short. Many of the current Gen 2 would you call them Gen 2? Are they Gen 2? Mm. Many of the Gen 2 ZB Commodores and Mustangs, Mustangs right. have been sold to collectors. You couldn't you probably couldn't put a whole Super 2 field. If you took the Super 2 field now and said, hey, all right, guys, go to the main game, go and buy your cars, there's not enough. So, yeah, Pete, when you... A, there'd be a dude with like, you know, hang on a second, I've got, uh, here's my receipt for Cam Waters' uh, 2022 <laughs> Mustang. What's going well, on? Well, you want to hope that the dude that owns Cam Waters' Mustang also owns Chaz Mostert's Bathurst winning Commodore, which I believe he paid 600 for prior to the win, and Zach Brown just threw two mil across the desk for that car, so they went out and bought Cam's car. And I hope cash now. now. <laughs> yeah, so if uh, if the Cam's car gets across the line first at Bathurst, they'll be in receipt of another Bathurst winner. So we'll see what happens there. But you're right in what you say, Pete. There are main game teams right now that are going around looking for older cars to convert to Gen 2 to be able to sell, so they're going getting their old stuff, converting it, to try and sell it into into the Dunlop series for next year because there is not enough cars to field a full category of cars in gen, in uh, mm. Super 2 for next year. So it's a, it's a really tricky one. It's a tricky one, especially if you like um, Matt White Racing, who's currently in Altimus. Dunlop Super 2 in the Nissan Altimas. They will not be eligible for Super 2 next year. They can go around in Super 3, but they're probably not going to. So, but they're no cheaper to run. So That's you're going to have to yeah. have basically a Super Two budget to run a Super Three car. So then, what do the Super Three cars do? Which are the pre mm. they're like Gen Twos? They're project well, blueprints, and yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're going to have to go to they're going to have to go to that can also be uh, <laughs> yeah. in there. See, that won't be eligible for Super Three next year. The AU, which it currently is, but probably it won't be. be in historics. V8 <laughs> historics. <laughs> Well, uh, the, can, the big winner of all of this. Is that going to be in, AU, in uh, V8 Touring Cars, though? Not AU that's touring, right. No. So that's the big winner out of this is the V8 Touring Car class, which basically used to be Super 3. So, su- sorry, Super 3 used to be the V8 Touring Car class. And then, which of course, COVID, Kumo. Kumo, which yep. COVID came along. And to try and get a grid, a big grid together for Dunlop Series, they combined both of them. Well, as of next year, 
the big winner of all this is V8 Touring Cars because there's going to be a bunch of cars that aren't going to be eligible for, for Super 2 that are going to have to go and do that. So um, it's a scramble. And there are guys like, and I was saying to Aaron today, Matt White, who's got these three front-running Altimers in Super 2, no longer eligible, going to have to run to Super 3. Where do they go for a car? So their well, technical alliance go? used to be with Kelly's. What do they Kelly's even go now, for a car? Like, well, they've gone to Mustang, um, which is now owned. Well, the Grove owns the team, but the Kelly's own the Mustangs. Grove didn't buy the Mustangs. They leased them from the Kellys. Right. So Matt White, as an example, is going to have to go and hopefully he can go walk into Kellys and say, well, give me those two cars. But then he's going to have to go and get another car if he wants to run three cars in Gen 2, in uh, in Dunlop Super 2. Whereas somewhere like Terry Wyhoon has a technical alliance with Erebus, he'll be fine. He'll just get the Erebus cars. Mm. That's if the Erebus so, cars haven't been sold. <laughs> exactly. Well, they haven't. We know that that we we're thinking that that's going to go straight to to Terry Wyhoon and his Image Racing guys because they haven't sold theirs. But I believe the Penske Penske, sorry, I believe the DJR cars have been sold. We know one of them has. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the the Tickford cars, a few of them have been sold to collectors and other bits and pieces. So it's a bit of a sort of schmozzle at the moment. <gasps> what a surprise with supercars. Um, but it, it's. This is what they do. Everyone shot their guns a little early and sold all these cars off, not thinking that they were going to be the only thing that you could run in Super Two next year. Well, they were. So, they were also, I don't know why they've yeah. done that. I, I honestly don't know why they've done that. You know, it's strange how you can't run. I get it. You don't want to run an older model against a newer model and all that. But under the skin, it's the same. So it's it's bizarre how they've they're just literally they're. Cutting off the hand to spite their face, you know? Well, the the opinion, I think, is, is no, if you've got a VF Commodore, VF currently competing at the front of Super 2, if you've got that and it comes back against a ZB, no matter how hard you drive that VF, you will be absolutely nowhere near a ZB. Mm. It, it's really the ZB, because when the ZB came in to the main game, it was already like, mm, I don't know about this, guys. <laughs> like, wasn't it? I don't think, I think, well, I think road going or race version, everyone said, well, well, I don't know about yeah. the ZB thing. But, but when, <laughs> when the ZB first came on, came on up against the Falcon in the Ultima, didn't, yep. wasn't it, wasn't there a couple of eyebrows like, hmm? Well, it was because you were going from a traditional four-door platform in Altima and Falcon and Commodore to the new Commodore being basically a, a two-door coupe. And a hatchback. And a hatchback. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's what raised eyebrows and various different um, arrows and other bits and pieces. So mm. Again, we are this late into all of this. Like, we are essentially August. There are a bunch of people planning for Super 2 next year, Stevie J. And now we're thinking, oh, we've, got to go, we've got to go around and grab an old car. And we've got to convert it. And we've got to do this. It's just, to me, another example of monkeys doing things to footballs with our category. Well, I just doesn't. I just don't get it. Pete just has a great example there. I mean, they had to yeah, – Tickford had to get an ex-GRM Commodore – yeah, to turn it into a Mustang. Uh, yeah, let, to be able to some, run in Super Two for next year. Let's actually get what? Some, let's get some comment from Tim Edward. It's total bullshit. It's bullshit. All right, can't add much more to that. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Yeah, you, but you guys voted for it, Tim. So, <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, and then you know, there, there's a whole bunch of things you could sit and talk about because our good friend Mark Scaife always wins by nose. Uh, mm. Came out on hey. a, on a podcast and said uh, uh, the I couldn't believe the language. If you and I are talking, we say the difference between the, the price difference between a new car and an old car is X. The language was 
suddenly we realised that the delta between the new car and the old car was getting further and further apart. The delta, i.e. the difference. Um, oh so these super these main game guys are selling off all their current main game cars as well to decrease the delta between the cost increase of a new Gen 3 car and what it was quoted to be at the start and what it's going to be. Wasn't there a quote from him saying that he got handed... A, like hand a hand grenade, grenade or yes, something? hand grenade wrapped in a uh, hand grenade wrapped in like a present or something. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate, you were with it from the start. Yep. He is the hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the wing fest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh, I couldn't seriously. believe what I was hearing. I genuinely couldn't believe what I was hearing. But yeah, we weren't brought it, down the last shower, MS. As Sorry. usual, we get to this time of year and. The left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing moving forward. And if they do, they're not sharing it with anybody else. They're not why, telling us. Why, why, why me? That's exactly right, Nimsy. Well, I'd like to know why every well, time. Well said, Todd. But uh, look, <laughs> keep your text coming in 0433. He'd be laughing, wouldn't he? Todd? Oh, mate. He'd be he... laughing that he doesn't have to go through <laughs> all this. And he's got two supercars he's leasing out. Rick's on the farm making videos with his kid. There you go. And... <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> 433 Get your text coming in. It's the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's the driver's seat, and as always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And remember, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the App Store. Um, that, that was actually Maddie was moving his microphone. <laughs> Did you hear that? Too? That was me. Here it is. That's me moving my microphone, oh, folks. Part of me was just like, I'm like, just like, and all thanks to Kubota. Part of me was like, do I ignore that? that um, no, that needs a little bit of oil on that. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, good excuse, mate. <laughs> that that was a microphone stand, you dirty buggers. That either anyway. requires that either yeah. requires a bit of oil or a trip to the GP, Matthew. Um, but, <laughs> uh, uh, that's Steve Johnson's form. That is, let me tell you. <laughs> Only when the doors shut in the studio, though. Come on, come on. Um, yeah, what what about me? I've lost my train of thought. Uh, what, were, what were we talking about? Um, <laughs> Sandown. 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 There yes, we go. Sandown. Um, uh, the, oh, sand, the Sandown Super dear, oh dear. <laughs> dear, oh It was dear. very audible. I wish I could go back to well, the tape. Well, I could see. Mm. I could do it at any time because of the microphone. See? It's the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you're doing something else. <laughs> that doesn't sound any better. Just don't touch it, Matthew. <laughs> Just leave. I can't. You know I like That's playing fast. with my microphone. <laughs> All right, oh, well, that'll be on the video on Facebook this week. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. If you'd like to get on board on and text in on the temper text, oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. You can get it on like a pocket shop. Thank you very much, Johnny and Epping. Uh, Where's B- Frank? Billy. Uh, oh, uh, Frank and Fakatani. Yeah, I'm sure he'll turn up. Keep He'll your text up. messages coming oh, in. Yeah. Hey, Frank. <laughs> um, uh, Billy's actually texting. Hi, guys. Absolutely love the show. Just quickly, I was wondering what strippers and F1 drivers have in common. <laughs> <laughs> they, all start, they both start from pole position. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Billy. But um, hey, look, let's yeah. let's get first let's... time. First time text to Billy too. I don't think we've had a bully before. Thank you very Good much for uh, texting in, Billy. Feel free to do it every week. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number. But uh, yes, we have got only four rounds left in the calendar, and SVG has a three hundred and ninety three point advantage 
over his nearest rival, which is Cam Waters. And he's also going to be heading to a track which Triple Eight pretty much dominates. So um, mm. he's got five straight wins under his belt heading into this weekend and a total of 14 this season. It's pretty much SVGs all done and dusted, isn't it? Hit the showers, mate. Yep. <laughs> Off you go. It's done. Yep. Slap on the butt. Off you go, mate. Take the oh, showers. Oh, mate. All is on the hot lap. You have been all year, Shane. Mm. Uh, it is all done and dusted. I, I was, again, talking to someone today, and I said that it, it would literally need to be the world's the, – the, in the history of this sport, it would be need to be the world's worst run home. The biggest Steve. collapse ever. It would need to be the biggest collapse ever for him not to win it this year. He, I mean, he's been – If they don't win it from here, it could be – they could be called the Triple Eight Chokers. Okay. <laughs> oh, it'd be a hell of a choke if they did. It'd, oh, it'd be, be a, a big choke. choke. And when was the last time you see you saw SVG or Triple no. Eight choke? If if they Don't are happen. in uh, a rut or, or a, a bad run of form, they get out of it or, damn fast. Or that's that's called fourth or yeah, fifth. Yeah, correct. That's what their bad runs look like, and they still finish. And we know that they go, and we know mm. that their car, and especially SVG at Sandown, is extremely dominant, even dominant. with one arm. Yeah, even, alone exactly. Too. If you think to last year when you tipped him off his mountain bike and he <laughs> broke his, he <laughs> broke his collarbone. It was Jet. It wasn't me. Jet ankle tapped him, <laughs> and he still even oh, with broken collarbone, <laughs> broken collarbone, broken ribs. I was still coming. Still pants the field. So uh, yeah, look, I, I, look, I, you would expect that he would be very strong this weekend. In fact, the form of the year, you would expect that it's going to be someone from Triple Eight, most likely SVG, probably Cam Waters. We've seen Cam do there really well yep. in the in the five hundred. Yep. I'm just glad that, and I'll say this for every year, I think now that we've got left of Sandown, I'm glad we're there because it is a ripping track. It is great fun. Weather is Tish House, typically, yep. yeah. but um, I, that's kind of what I like about it. It is one of the slipperiest circuits in the Southern Hemisphere because you get a lot of chemicals blow across from the horse racing track from the grass and it gets onto the asphalt. And as soon as you add rain to that, especially down at turn three, four, it's just... Two, three. Two, yeah, three, two, two three, three is the like worst. Ice. Plus, plus the uh, 10 or 12 different styles of bitumen that's on the track too. I mean, yeah. it's been patched and this and that. I mean, it's a challenge. I love that because it actually brings in way more variables than the track just being one nice hot mix that's mm. grip uh, consistent every corner. Yeah. I love it. You see him make mistakes. You see him spear off. You see the good guys searching around for the grip. You know, mm. I, I, I like that, that thought process in when you're in the car driving in, in wet conditions. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it is going to be wet down there or not, but what's the forecast, Nimsy? I believe the forecast a... is going to be a fair bit of uh, rain. Uh, oh, but Sunday's yes. look, Sunday's looking clear. Okay, um, is that the bomb? You've gone onto the bomb. The, the bomb, bomb seven day. Yep, mm. got to check out the bomb. Okay, Always all right, love we'll a good do bomb. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> I was going to say something there that would get me in so much trouble. It's with the authorities that look after radio. It's pretty much. Um, it's pretty you much. Bombs. It's pretty much. Uh, uh, Showers tomorrow, showers on Friday, showers on showers ease on Saturday, but on Sunday yep. it's going to be uh, pretty decent. Okay, well, look, we all going to be raining any wagons as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you like the bombs as well? Like the bombs, um, and you're going to be in a Mustang. No, no, you're going to be in a. You're a- ahead of yourself, Matthew. Oh, is that is that that's Bathurst? No, no, where's that? Yeah, well, that is Bathurst as well. Yeah. You're way ahead of yourself. Is TCM not I'm on doing, this weekend? I'm no, I'm doing Toyota 86 this weekend, oh, and then for okay. the Trans Am slash AMRS round, I'm yes. doing TCM. 
I'm so not you. AMRS. Um, Shannon's, Shannon's National. Shannon's National. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I'm with you. Right on. Okay. All right. Which is I'm in uh, three weeks' time or something. September yeah, right. 16th. There you yep. go. Yep. Okay. So, uh, um, but uh, you know, it's a, it's a it's a racetrack that never fails to put on great racing. Love it. Like we go, you know, like we go to Taylor and Ben, and we love Taylor and Ben for what it is. If you're a driver, it's great. If you're a spectator, it's rubbish. But if you go to Taylor, if you um, we love going to Taylor and Ben, but the spectators at Sandown, round the hill, up in the grandstand, you can see. 90% of the circuits. Mm. It's a great spectator's yeah. circuit as well. And I've got you to tell you. You can drive your car literally to almost the fence. Absolutely. And park it, which I did at QR. Which I love it. A couple of weeks ago, which yep. was brilliant. Um, so, and I, you know, I've got to say, if you're in Melbourne um, and you and you love your supercars, get out to Sandown because you've probably only got about five more times to be able to do it before you it becomes. five years or just five times? Like, you, you reckon it'll go Supercars? Yeah. Oh, well, five, I mean, five times is five years, isn't it? They yeah, only okay. go there once a year. I mean, so. I'd be stoked if this, it had another five years. Well, they're talking five years. Are of they? course, okay. it is owned by the the, race the Melbourne, track, Racing. Melbourne Racing Club, well, I think. And and look, like all racetracks around the country. Well, look at Pukekohe, like, which exactly, is in New Zealand, exactly. obviously, but same thing. There's going to become ours. Yep. Um, so they're going to bowl that joint and it's going to become houses at some stage. But they've been saying that for about the last 25 years too. Yep. But it's a big chunk of land right in the middle of uh, Dandenong and Springvale there. So yep. it would not surprise me if it does become houses. So, yes, if you are around there. You know what they should weekend, do? Make I've, sure got, you I've got an idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. Yeah, what do you reckon about this? You're a Melbourneian. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you reckon about this? Imagine if they mm-hmm. made it so that. There were houses there and all that, but then once a year they could turn it back exactly as it is into a street circuit. That'd oh, be cool. I'm sure. Yeah. Look, <laughs> through all the houses. No, no, no. Just... Like, yeah, you know, the streets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Through, through the metricons and yeah. the. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's probably not going to happen. Be wicked. That'd be wicked. Yeah, just get a. Just get a street circuit. Gen back 3 to in your front yard. It's a suburban street circuit. Oh, well, they could design it with a couple of little sand tracks. <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> there goes. Beryl on the front lawn to go get the front. Exactly. Uh, Beryl's yeah, on the yeah. front lawn to go get the paper, and all of a sudden. Yeah. He's in defense! The fans are defense! They're all in defense! <laughs> As is Beryl. <laughs> She's um, through the fence. Just, just quickly, look, we'll, we've got some texts coming in, which we will get to in just a moment. But we do need to. If we're talking these, if we're talking Sandown this weekend, there is a milestone that we have to mention because it is coming up. Lee Holdsworth. This Saturday, Penrite Racing's Holsey will have chalked up a mammoth 500 appearances wow. in supercars. So it's a, a great effort there from um, from, from Lethal. Oh, it certainly does. Let's give it a Well done. Well done, Lethal. Good job. And looks looks poised to potentially increase that next year with a drive at, um, at Blanchard's. At Blanchard's. So, yeah. Which is... Sensational. That'd be just another lifeline, wouldn't it? I mean, that, how good? That, and that could be, if he does well, though, that could be a multi-year deal too. Totally. Probably. It could be two or three years. So don't don't put the name badge on your real estate door I just charge is going to expand to two cars? Well, that would require another wreck. Mm. So. Well, you're good at that. Wreck. we've lost the left rear wheel. Oh, he's on fire, folks. He's been away launching the, the Ford Raptor Ranger. He's come back, he's stored up all the gags, and he's having a crack. Now, we've got to, we've got to give uh, Holsey some credit here because he currently sits 11th for all time. Australian Touring Car Championship and Supercars race starts. Only 10 drivers have previously achieved the feed, three of which are still competing. Mark Winterbottom, James Courtney, and Will Davison. Now, the highlight of Holsey's career, obviously, was the dominant Bathurst 1000 victory last year. 
last year with Chaz Mostert, but he also had a milestone victory uh, in 2007 at Oran Park with GRM and Erebus's first ever win in a Mercedes at Winton back in 2014. Uh, overall, four wins, 19 podiums, and a career-best seventh in the championship. So uh, take a bow there, Lethal. He's done very well for himself. Absolutely. No, he's done great. Ripper bloke, too. Ripper guy. Mm. Ripper guy. Ripper um, guy. We'll get your text because they're coming in thick and fast. 0433 because we'll open up the mailbag. We'll do that next here on the driver's seat. Uh, thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. And we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. And just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us around the clock, you can do so by jumping on our social media at Driver's Seat Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's a great time and a good segue for me to open up this. Ladies and gentlemen, let's open up the old mailbag. Here we go. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, yes, it is the driver's seat mailbag. Now, we posed the question on our socials because this seems to come up every time Sandown is mentioned. But uh, mm. if you could bring back the Sandown 500, because Bathurst needs another Enduro, don't you reckon? Oh, look, I think it does. I, I, I Someone made a comment, I think, on our Instagram page that it's like... Uh, it's like having the grand final at the MCG. You've just got to have yep. mm. you got to have a Bathurst. You've got to have a Sandown. And the late inclusion, obviously, in the history of our sports being Gold Coast, when we had the three enduros, it was sensational. But you know, got to say, would pay to all that. Got to say, our our social media has just absolutely lit up. I'll go through some of the comments because there was just too many to get through. But on our Instagram, Les chimed in with, "Yes, absolutely, the Sandown 500 should be on the calendar." And before Sandown becomes a housing estate, Tony mm-hmm. says, "Sandown is gone, so bring back Phillip Island as the 500." Don't think so. But thank you for playing. Uh, there we go. Thank you. Um, everyone loves Enduros. It should be back to three, says Keiston. Um, Nick says, definitely. Considering most of the co-drivers are there this weekend, it's a joke it's not the 500. Yeah, um, well, they're all doing it. They're all doing a co-driver session on Friday, I think, Stevie J. So yep. why wouldn't you have them over? Leave them. I know. Aaron, absolutely. Aaron yeah, absolutely. has uh, gone and said uh, on Instagram, 100% it should be back, has been a part of the sports history, provided a nice build-up before the main event and added stories to which combinations were hot and which were not. Mm-hmm. That was I, just... wonder why, I wonder why they haven't brought in another, you know, enduro driver change race because, you know, we've, apart from heading through, obviously, 2020 mm-hmm. when everything shut down, um, you know, up until that point, that was it was synonymous for it was actually three. It was actually Sandown, Bathurst, then Gold Coast. Obviously, that's changed a little bit now, mm-hmm. but definitely Sandown and Bathurst for sure. I think it. it and, and while Sandown's available and we can run there and Supercars can run there, they should make it the five hundred. Well, I that, totally agree. That seems but, to be the um the consensus. Like everyone on Facebook, like Matt. Matt said on Facebook, uh, absolutely. Uh, I like watching the older fellas mix it with the young ones and see the younger generation getting a chance, especially in person if you're lucky enough to get to the track. Ross said, 100% we need another Enduro again. With the knowledge that Sandown possibly has no more than five years left, I'm dumbfounded that supercars aren't making the most of it when they can. COVID's mostly behind us, so let's get on with it. Matty has gone and said, yes! That question needs to stop being asked, and the 500 has to come back before we lose the track altogether. Another Matt has chimed in with definitely need more Enduros. Minimum of three. 
This time of year traditionally has always been the lead up to the mountain, but not the same watching three 40-minute races, generally all won by the same driver. <laughs> uh, our friend Gabes has gone and said she's a big fan of the uh, the program. Most... Good on you, Gabes. Well done, Matthew. Well done, Matty. Excellent Finally. Work. Can I say, you know what? I've got it written down here on my page. <laughs> <laughs> now, Gabes has got it said. She'll kill me if I get that wrong. Most definitely. Co-drivers with the retro theme was highlight was the <clears throat> highlight of the round. With most mm. teams using Aussie-based co-drivers now, COVID and travel is no longer basis for not having a 500-kilometer race. Plus, wildcard pit crews and Erebus would appreciate a chance to find tuned <laughs> pit stops, etc. <laughs> <laughs> and does does add in the next message that she's an Erebus, massive Erebus fan. Yeah, she so does. Um, she's having a crack there. But uh, Craig, you know, Craig's gone and said, oh, there's a couple more here. Uh, Craig's gone and said, yes, I think that the 500 with two drivers is a great afternoon. I think it's the best race format that should be used more. It's a full afternoon's entertainment. Sandown provides great racing. I'd also like to see 500s in other places like the Bend in Phillip Island. And your sister, Steve, has chimed in. Uh, <laughs> Ke- like, who's this Kelly Johnson chick? Kelly's uh, chimed in with absolutely needs to be reinstated. The Enduros are an important part of the calendar and this is what fans want to see it also prepares the drivers to be race fit for Bathurst and last but not least we also got a another uh, one final comment on our Facebook page that chimed in with if we should bring back the Sandown 500 uh, Tony Delberto yes when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie that's Tony. well done Tony um, but <laughs> but, um, but his, his answer was as long as he is. <laughs> Correct. Tall. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I just say, before we go on there, mate, you went elbow deep into the bag there. Oh, dude, these are, these, that's just a you sliver of the... Nice that, that's nice a sliver of the bag. And we thank you, everyone, for jumping on board. Sorry I couldn't get to your comments. We'd be here till 10 p.m. if I, if yeah, I went absolutely. through every comment. Mm. But, but um, what makes it so good, Nimsy, and you... Have you... Been to one Nimsy? Yeah. Did you? Did you? You came when we were running there at the five hundred. Yes, I. Uh, I saw the one where twenty nineteen a, a triple eight lockout in right. twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, uh, and we had the 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 those Stellar Sierra throwback liveries yep. on uh, on the Ford Falcons. I think what makes Sandown so good is you know it's a street esque style of circuit as a permanent racetrack, but also. It's because it's so short, you're sort of one minute, 10 seconds to get around. Mm. Um, it's basically uh, like it, it brings in so many different strategies because you can't just pit like a Bathurst when you want to pit because you, you know, you don't have to worry about going a lap down at Bathurst because you've got two minutes, 10 to wait. Um, whereas Sandown's a bit different. If you're, you know, coming up to your first pit stop and you're already you know, 20 to 30-odd seconds behind the leader, mm. you're going down a lap. Mm. You can't pit. Mm. You've got to wait for the leaders to come in, et cetera, et cetera. So it brings in so much more strategy, and that's why I think that, that race, plus the weather, um, really throws up a curveball. But here's the thing, and and our great mate, Tommy from Toowoomba has chimed in. Hey, guys, talking about Sandown, will we see a second or third enduro on the calendar for 2023? Uh, if not, Sandown where? Firstly, the answer to the question, Tommy, Unless something changes, we will not see the three enduros again. Mm-hmm. Why? Money. Money, 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 money. It's expensive to run an in. It's expensive to run an enduro. You've got to pay your enduro drivers more money. Sorry, Tone, Tony Delberto. That's why he wants to go for another one at Sandown because it's more to cash. Um, 
So they often say, or what I believe is is the issue, we talked about it, got canned at COVID time, and really that argument is gone now, as we've had a few people say, you know, borders are open if we want international people to come and fly over and do it. Um, there's just no way that they're going to they're gonna do it again. Obviously, there was uncertainty around the Gold Coast, Tommy, because that got canned for a couple of years back this year. Um, hopefully next year it'll be a night race, as we thought it was always going to be. Um but I think it's just cash, isn't it, Stevie J? There's because there is actually no other reason. Give me a reason why. You can't give me a reason why. Fuel tanks are in there, dry brake fuel systems are in there, co-drivers are there. Give us a reason why. Yeah. The only thing can be it's too expensive mm. to run an enduro. And no, no can't and, see any can't see any reasons. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. And if Gen 3 wasn't as expensive, they'd be able to run it. <laughs> oh, Steve. <yeah. laughs> if Gen 3 was... From meant, the sidelines. If Gen, if Gen 3 <laughs> cost what they expected it to cost and it should have cost, <laughs> oh, man, they could have five Enduros. <laughs> Look, we're, we're, but they're not, we, so we're not. <laughs> unlike in our bathers at this stage. <laughs> Look, get in touch with us. 0433981116 is the number. Uh, we, we've got some of your texts. So we'll take a quick break. That way we can really do a deep dive on uh, some of the responses that have been coming in thick and fast. 0433981116 is the number. Uh, the Big G, Chris and Murrumbina. Um, who else is there? Mitchell in Redcliffe. The Big G, we will get to you in just a moment. It's the driver's seat. We count down towards Sandown. <laughs> right here. All thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. And we appreciate you getting on board. The text line 0433981116 is the number. Keep your text messages coming in. Thank you, Frank from Fakatani, um, uh, our friend across the Dutch. But um, 0433981116 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. Let's get to some of these texts. Uh, Chris from Murrumbina has chimed in. If SVG could do it with a broken collarbone last year, he'll do another clean sweep this weekend. Hopefully Cam can take the fight to him and maybe Chaz too. As for Sandown itself, another five events would be great. would be great to have more, but what can you do? Hopefully we get the 500 there at least once more. Agree with you there 100%, Chris. Um, Chris. I think uh, number adding in 384. And pop your name on the the text. Like Chris did. We can say Chris from Murrumbina. Hmm. Put your name to it. We can say Edward from... I don't know. Something that starts with an E. Elwood? <laughs> Elwood. My old hometown. The um, old hood. Elwood. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, is there any more news on the Packenham circuit to replace Sandown? I think that was... I think that's been poo-pooed. That's been snuffed out, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think that's Gonski. Very sadly. Yeah. I think politics and... Uh, governments and all that kind of stuff got involved in that one. Could be wrong. Please text me hmm. because I hope I am wrong. But I think I've got somewhere in the old mental Rolodex there that that got um, that got canned. Uh, another one here. Hi, fellas. As soon as I heard the Adelaide 500 was back, I booked flights. The Rad is back in Radelaide. Rock mm-hmm. on. That's from Mitchell in Redcliffe, a.k.a. Radcliffe. P.S. My ex-wife moved to Kempsey. I heard it's a shithole. Is that an accurate description? (laughs) (laughs) Mimsy, what happened to the discussion off off air that we probably won't say that end of that? I love it when you drop a bomb like that. Um, I apologise, Matthew. My apologies. (laughs) 
Uh, yes. So in in initial in initial discussions, Mitchell, maybe ask get part you, one of that. <laughs> get your backside to Radelaide because it is just one of the best events of the year. And I think coming back now, they're going to make it even better. So um, make sure you get down to do that. Uh, and good on you for texting in because I don't think we've had someone from. Radcliffe, Radcliffe mm-hmm. here up on the uh, up on the peninsula of Brisbane, um, and in regards to Kempsey, uh, because we do have listeners in Kempsey, it's a wonderful place, mm. and we appreciate your support. And if you are his ex-wife, we hope you're doing well. Nothing for the old Garrity. <laughs> uh, a last one here from uh, the Big G. Uh, also, three out four is Mo. G'day, Mo. Thanks for uh, oh, Good Mo Warrigal, of course. Mo, yes. Thank you, Mo. Cheers. From Warragul. Um, uh, this one, uh, the Big G. Uh, evening, boys. Can someone explain how Craig Lowndes is able to drive Jack Smith's car? I heard it was because Jack doesn't have a co-driver, but Craig does, and with another team. Smells like a certain team getting an advantage again. Now, don't be putting on the uh, the tinfoil, Triple Eight goes and controls no. everything, Roland Dane's the mastermind. <laughs> Did you just say ghost controls? No, exactly. He's little... <laughs> Well, There's no tinfoil hat brigade here, Big G. <laughs> and in fact, I, I, like I understand what you're saying there, but I, I can't see how Craig Lowndes driving Jack Smith's BJR Commodore is giving Triple Eight an advantage. It's not like Craig needs a seat time, and it's not like Jack Smith's car's the best on the grid. I think, and Stevie J, I think you agree, what they're trying to do is give Jack some direction. Yeah, Jack doesn't have a co-driver just yet. Names I'm hearing a uh, wall, which he, which were in the uh, in the car last year, but he's as you rightly say, Nimsy, he's heavily involved in Cup Car. Cup car yeah. But it could be could be Gary Jacobson because this is the music has stopped. This is the last chair. This is it when it comes to the Enduros, and there's only and it's Jack Smith's. Mm. So get um, <laughs> on your gas. So uh, that could be the last shot for Gary, but I. It couldn't. It wouldn't give Triple Eight and Lounsey any kind of no advantage, would it? No, I don't. I, no, absolutely not. It's a disadvantage. You know, the, only, the only advantage that they're going to give Triple Eight is um, uh, obviously Declan. Is it Declan? Declan Fraser. Fraser? Mm-hmm. In, uh, in in Lounge, his, with Lounsey? Yes. In, yes. So he um, will pretty much do the whole session rather than them having to share it. Maybe that's the advantage that we're talking. Is that what you're talking about, Big G? Giving Declan the whole thing, um, but I mean, it's a it, yeah, it's a it's a co-driver session, so you'd expect him to have the whole thing. Lowndes yep. is not the co-driver. Lowndes is the lead driver. So I reckon BJR want Lowndes in there to try to give Jack some direction. Or is that what you're saying, Big G? Because you now actually get the main driver in Lowndes actually getting laps, while his co-driver is getting laps too. Maybe that's what you're saying. But it's not a great car. I if you put him into, if he was in, if you put him in one of the car, sister Triple Eight cars, that's yeah. right, Nimsy. That's an advantage. Mm. But I, at this stage, I just, I think it'd do. It's going to be better for Jack than it is for CL and Triple Eight. Mate, so, what if you put yeah. Lounsey in one of these? It's an AU Falcon. <laughs> he'd wow. actually probably do pretty good. He's won races in one of them, doesn't <laughs> yeah, he? The true. Green Oak Monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd probably do all right with that. Hey, speaking of AUs. Very sad to hear that AU will not be there in the hands of John O'Bikoff this weekend. Bugger. Yeah, the people's car. Bugger. Won't be there. They can't get it fixed in time, so he's going to be there in his ex-Steve Johnson FG. Well, it'll, be, it'll come back at Bathurst, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not going to get it to Sandown, sadly. 
they were, they were but you still can get your t-shirts. They were absolutely yeah. working their ring off trying to do that too. But, they were, um, and happy birthday to uh, John O'Bikoff during the week as well. So mm. um, unfortunately, we won't be seeing the AU Falcon at Sandown. It's an AU Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> as the music, <laughs> he didn't die. This is not a funeral service. All oh, right, sorry. Of course, back for the of course, yes. My bad. My apologies. <laughs> so it's not Lapine Funerals or whoever the great sponsors of SEM. Yeah. Do we have a funeral sponsor, a funeral partner on SEM? It is the great people at Tobin Brothers Funerals. Ah, Tobin Brothers. So he's not like he's rolling through the front doors of the Tobin Brothers down almost, there in Springvale. Tobin no. Brothers. It almost sounds like in a fact, wine, doesn't it? You know when you go down the Princess Highway just near. Uh, Sandown? Yeah, I it's think actually, a Tobin Brothers. There is a Tobin Brothers there. Right now, yeah. Um, well, the AU's not going through there, and nor is John O'Bikoff. Well, let me give you the tip. You don't want to go to Sandown and then visit that place. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. 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 No, you do not want to do that. But actually, he, speaking about Toddy Hazelwood earlier in the show, he nearly ended up at Tobin Brothers. He, really, he helicoptered all the most the way down Princess to, to Highway. It, yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. if, if you're one of the 12 people that haven't seen that footage, do yourself a favour. It's very spectacular. That's <laughs> oh, pretty violent. Um, it is violent. Uh, I, think BJ, I think his car from BJR is actually still at Tobin Brothers. <laughs> um, <laughs> with, the other, with the other one of Heimgartner's. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll take a quick pause for the course here on the driver's seat because there is more co-driver news that we need to talk about, including uh, some news on who's going to be teaming up with Scotty Pye. And uh, Richie Stanaway and Greg Murphy have taken to the track. But we'll get Ooh, to that. Frank will love that. The Kiwi run. Yes, we'll uh, get to that in just a moment. But as always, get your text messages coming through. 0433 98 11 16 is the number on the temper text. Keep your text messages coming in. Thank you very much, Frank. We'll get ready, Frank. We're going to talk wild cards from <laughs> Kiwi Land. 0433 98 11 16. You're, living, you're listening to the driver's seat. I'm going to go grab some chops. Don't interrupt me when I'm doing the Kubota read. <laughs> I'm loose here in the studio, folks. 0433 is the number. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the program. It is the driver's seat, and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Off the temper text, 0433981116. Um, Michael's going to text it in. Boys, if I hear AU Falcon again, I'm going to spew up. Uh, <laughs> oh, now, now, just to uh, clarify, uh, Michael, do you mean this one? It's an AU Falcon! Because if hey, so, Mark, grab I'll the end. spew up! <laughs> Grab the ANSET sick bag, mate. You're about to go. Go and grab Again. a brown paper bag out yep. of the the top drawer of your uh, where pantry, kitchen, kitchen, yeah. pantry, or actually probably lunch bag. Not lunch top bag. drawer. That's normally cutlery, isn't it? Second or third drawer for your garbage bags yeah. and stuff. I don't know. Mrs. Mac does all that. I have no idea where the cutlery what, is in up. my house. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> She's in Melbourne tonight, actually. Oh. I've been in Melbourne the last three nights. I've been batching it up the last few days. Have you? She was in Pentridge Jail tonight at a wine tasting event. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, they do. Apparently, they do that in Pentridge now. It's a different. If one. you are a former guest of Pentridge, let us know. <laughs> uh. Oh, here Seriously. we go. This is a good one here from Pete and Cranbin. Uh, 0433981116 is the number because it leads into what we're going to talk about. Mm. Um, let, let's give a couple of Bathurst One Thousand updates here. Uh, so, Team Eighteen. <laughs> Have got a co-driver locked in for Scotty Pye. Tyler Everingham will co-drive. Is he part of the Erebus Academy? 
Uh, mm, not that I know of. No, he, I don't no. Think so. hmm. he's such a junior burger though. Yep. He's been racing. He seems like he should be older, but he started racing supercar when he was maybe seventeen, I think, in in um, oh, really? Super Three. Oh yeah, he's been around a while. So can drive. Mm-hmm. Um, was with Matt White Motorsport, I think, or is with Matt White Motorsport, I think, and and does yeah, a really good job. Building a nice little career is Tyler, but he's going to have to do something soon. So I think, he, I think he's. At Team 18, this is a good opportunity to actually show where he's where how good he is up against someone like Scott Pye. Yeah, um, Scotty be good. Scotty yep. Pye obviously was originally teamed up with James Golding. He was signed mm-hmm. on until he uh, got a See full you, game, uh, full time main game drive with uh, Premier Racing in Gary Jacobson's old car. Nice, mm-hmm. Gary. The old uh, Subway Rocket. Subway uh, so now Tyler is going to be alongside Scotty Pye for the Bathurst 1000 and Mark Winterbottom and Michael Caruso will be in the sister car. Also, uh, after their first test in June, Greg Murphy and Richie Stanaway return to Winton on Tuesday alongside uh, Erebus for their second wildcard test ahead of this October's Bathurst. Uh, the second of three official test days for the Bathurst wildcard. Now, I actually had the, the pleasure of uh, catching up with Greg Murphy on um, Sunday because they did the livery launch. Did you? You could see me awkwardly standing behind them as yeah. they're doing a press shot. Spooky in the background. <laughs> I didn't see. Yeah. I didn't see. Well, I'll have to go on to the socials I'll, and have uh, a look at that. I'll shoot you a photo there, Matthew. But, um, you, were you looking really awkward? Oh, mate. Like, it, oh, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm here. Just, Get me out of camera shot. It's innocent bystander central. That's what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the four-time, four-time Bathurst 1000 winner, Greg Murphy, will return to the field after an eight-year hiatus from racing in three years since stepping into a supercar. Meanwhile, Richie Stanaway makes his comeback since retiring from full-time competition at the end of 2019. Now, the other wild cards which we have touched on is the super cheap auto back triple eight entry of Craig Lance and Declan Fraser. Uh, Matt Charter Motorsport will be fielding the entry of Matt Charter and Jalen Robotham. Yep. Yep. Uh, they'll be they'll be dri- I don't, um, they'll be driving the Walkinshaw Andretti United prepared Commodore. Now this is one that Pete and Cranbin went and chimed in here. Uh, hi guys, speaking of wildcards, real sad that the Anderson Motorsport entry won't get off the ground. It seems surely almost any Super Two drivers could drive that car based on Super licenses requirements, right? Is it that easy? It's it's not that. Oh, it's, look, it's, they they could, hmm. but the reality is, mate, he bought that car to run it himself at Bathurst and, and yep. fulfil his childhood dream. So you could, I mean, yeah, you could get any of the Super Two kids in there, but he didn't do it for that. He did it and for the himself. Hard thing Unashamedly for him, did it for himself. And the hard thing for him now is he can't do it next year. No, because, because he can't have those cars in it. Exactly so that's right. it. So this he he bought this thing. Bought this DJR Mustang to run in this in this Bathurst 1000. You little beauty, I'm going to buy that nice and early, and then probably run it as he's going to have to now if he wants to run in Super Two. Yep. Uh, but can't do it, so it's kind of half defeated. You know, I feel look, I feel sad for the guy. I really do. So I do feel I. sad for the guy. I thought, although you know, probably was it was never going to get off the back end of the grid, uh, no matter who he had in the car. But I just think it's sad. He put a lot of money on the line, and he wanted to um, he wanted to fulfil a childhood dream, but he has not been allowed to do that. And, so and be uh, a real privateer as well. Ah, oh, yeah, super, super, duper privateer. But anyway, uh, it looks as though that's not going to happen. You had, as as far as I understand it, you had to nominate your drivers, uh, and sponsors. Maybe, maybe not sponsors, but drivers who you were thinking of having in the car or going to have in the car about a month ago. Mm. So. 
and there was no drivers, absolutely no drivers. You, I think you had to nominate your main driver, and if you had co-driver, you could do that a month. And you, you, but it was that that's gone. So you're right. I don't think we're going to see the Anderson Motorsport car get off the ground. During, so during given everyone... that being the case, Steve Johnson, fess up. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> let's still... get honest and fess up. Were you, you ever still... a chance? Did you? You need to calm down. <laughs> exactly. Did you ever have discussions? No. You just lied to me? I did not lie. You lied to me. I did not lie. You you were never a chance? Never. Never even spoke about it. Really? Really. Well, that makes me sad. <laughs> anyway, right. That's partial. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Ross. Uh, <laughs> 0433 is the number if you'd like to get in touch with us here on the driver's seat. Uh, there is plenty to get through. Um, we've got to talk about uh, some big changes happening at uh, Dick Johnson Racing. We'll touch on that next. Plus, Can you talk about that? I can talk about what I know about that. Okay. Oh, well, there's a lot happening. Um, Will Davison and Anton uh, will be locked in for a couple more seasons. We'll touch on that next and much, much more, including uh, some dates for the AGP, which were revealed as well. But you're listening to The Driver's Seat, and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Back with more right after this. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, Get your hands on the all-new Driver's Seat app as well. It's got podcasts, interviews, news and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans. Uh, Some news coming out of Dick Johnson Racing in the past 24 hours. Anton DiPasquale and Will Davison will both be staying on at DJR for the 2023 Repco Supercars Championship. A lot of speculation and scuttlebutt um, throughout the last couple of months. Uh, This will be Anton's third year with the team, and Davison will notch up his sixth year of driving for DJR. Obviously, Mm. he got that lifeline after the end of uh, 23 Red and famously had the, uh, the 2006 to 2009 with you, Stevie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, look correct. at me go. Well that's done, correct. memory. Uh, it's not quite all cloudy up there yet. But um, now this, i, I got to say, I did really feel sorry for Wilbur. And anyone that's listening to SEN right now uh, would have known that throughout the day, there's a lot of speculation about who's going to coach um, the Essendon Football Club. Everyone's like, oh, poor Ben Rutten. He's, he's sitting there. Now, imagine if you're Will Davison and your full-time job on a grid that's mm-hmm. only got 23 other openings that, you know, are very, very limited. And everyone's talking about how you're going to get um, the Tijuana Brass, as Matty would say. But even <laughs> but even more accurate to that, um, imagine if Essendon and Brett Rutten were fourth on the ladder. Because <laughs> Will, Will was having a ripper year. He's had as many he's had as many uh, um, pole positions as Anton De Pasquale. I think he's got. He's more. having an absolute cracking year, and yet the whole job was being called into question. I mean, Brett Rutten, as far as I understand from a, an Essendon point of view, swinging off the bottom of the rung, yes, of the ladder, yes, isn't he? That, that is like, true. Trying to look up, and uh, um, so you can call that into question. But yeah, and to know. be honest, that that would have been, you know, I'm not speaking in a school here. If Will didn't perform this year. Mm. Um, you know, if he didn't bring it to Anton and show that he's mm. on a level playing field, like the uh, Craig Lowndes, Jamie Winkup or Jamie Winkup's SVG scenario, we needed two clear number ones in the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, now we've got it. We mm. haven't had that for a long time. We didn't have it when Scotty was here. Mm. You know, it was just a one-man band. Mm-hmm. And um, now, you know, Will's 
to his credit, you know, he's, he's always been a talented driver in my opinion, just needs to be in the right headspace yes. and the right environment to yep. get the most out of him. Yeah. And uh, he's doing a cracking job. But isn't so, like a lot of people, Steve, where yeah. you work? If yep. if you if your head's getting busted up where you work by a boss or, a, or whatever the case may be, if your head's all busted up, you're never going to do the best job. Yeah. But it, so if you if you can try and get a driver or your employee into a great mental space, and and they're talented, yep. Mate, the, that's that's the game stopper. That's that's nirvana mm. if yeah. you can get that. And I mean, he turns forty. Fairly soon, so he's not a he's not a spring chicken, and he's 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 taken it to one of the chickens mm. in Anton. Yeah, so very good much so. Um, good luck. I, he, well done to him. I think that's sensational. Signed on a one year deal, from what I understand. Um, so it could be his last year, but I've got to tell you, he's going to get into Gen Three. Um, he's driven plenty of plenty of things over the years. If he can get his head around the wise old head around a Gen Three and give it to it, then you know we might see him around. Longer than just next year as well. Mm. It's good. It's really good. Um, quick one off the text line, 0433981116 is the number of the temper text. Keep your text messages coming in. <laughs> this one comes from the nation's capital. Uh, Zach in Canberra said, hey, boys, long-time listener, first-time caller. Love the show. There good was some you, more. Thank you very much for that, Zach, too, by the way. I was actually in Canberra a couple of weeks back. Um, oh, were you? Yeah, I was at the Ainsley Football Club. I'll be there next Thursday. Yeah. Are you? Yes. What are you doing, driver training? No, I'm driving down. I'm going on a, on a family snow holiday. Oh, we're going to miss you in a few weeks. Trust anyway, me. we'll get it's back cold. to Zach's text. It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> so uh, I hope you're wearing something warm there, um, <laughs> Zach. Um, there was some like more Bathurst news. jacket in the airport. <laughs> yeah. there, was, <laughs> <laughs> there was some more Bathurst news late today with Grove Racing doing a co-driver switch with Matt mm. Campbell now partnering with David Reynolds and mm. Matt Payne pairing up with Lee Holdsworth. Want to get your thoughts on the move? Yeah, well, mm. this this is very very late breaking mm. breaking news. It was announced pretty much pro- probably an hour before we got on air, wasn't it, boys? Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. Uh, Matt Campbell, obviously a long time Porsche factory driver, um, has done a number of one uh, thousands now. Coming back, teaming up with Dave Reynolds, I think that's going to be good. They are two very very different personalities. Mm. Let me give you the strong tip: Matt Campbell is very quiet, um, very calculated, very smart possibly even a little bit shy, um, whereas DR, we know, is not. In fact, we have his own swear button here in the studio <laughs> when DR comes on. Um, and Matt Payne, you know, Lee, uh, we're expecting Matt is going to be um, replacing Lee for next year. So this gives Matt a, a bunch of laps in that particular car that he might be driving next year. So He won't be driving that next year, right? Oh, sorry, he'll be in Gen 3, won't he? So, um, yeah, I think, I, I think it's a good move. I think Matt Campbell's a, a smart driver and... And um, very, very experienced, and and you know, uh, Matt Payne, we know is going to be in the chair next year. So, do you reckon? That yeah. is, I reckon you're pretty spot on there. Like, you know, because um, if you have Matt Payne teaming up with Davey Reynolds, it's it's almost like, you know, you, you you're doing like they used to do back in the old school day when you pair the two primary drivers, or at least you can sort yeah. of see how they work together in a tandem kind of thing. Mm. So, yeah, and see what feedback they give, I guess, and and uh, about different cars. See how that's going to work for next year, rather than just be working on the one car. They're now going to be working on two different cars and see what their opposing feedback is, Stevie J, which is what they're going to need next year. So it'd be yeah, interesting, interesting, but um, you know, I, the reality is Matt Campbell spends his life um, uh, in Porsches, GT driving cars for as well too, lots of different teams and GT cars and Cup car events and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, Enduro master the, though, isn't he? 
Yeah, he's jumping up to the LMDH? spec. The LMPH, is it? LMDH, I think. Whatever it is, yeah. um, next year. So he's been chosen. Like he's, a, he's a big knob in Porsche now. Yeah. He's one of the guys. His feet is under the desk yeah. when it comes to Porsche, <laughs> which is sensational. So he's a, he's a very good driver, and I think um, I think DR, he'll do, he'll do well with DR. And we know Matt Payne is... Raw, he's a raw diamond. We got to we got to sort of polish him up a little bit for next year. We saw he was a very raw diamond at SMP last year. Remember? Uh, well, well, yes. After he hit almost everything except the, the pace car, um, <laughs> yes. So yeah, that is late. That is late news. And Zach from Canberra, love that you're a long time listener. Even better, love that you texted, mate. We love your feedback. We love your input into the show mm. in the nation's capital. Feel free to do that uh, more often yeah, than not anytime. there, Zachary. Um, We're here for you. 0433981116 is the number. We'll talk a little bit of Formula One in just a moment as we almost pull the pin on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. Uh, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. Just quickly off the temper text, 0433981116 is the number if you want to get in touch. Alex is texted in with, is this the lids fly? No, it's the driver's seat. Alex, you've, uh, you're have you thinking of SEN track, and if you want to text in to Damo Watson, you can do that on 0499736736. What's, so. uh, what's the lids fly? It's the, uh, Is that a it's the uh, horse racing it's thing? It's the harness racing show on the new home mm. of chasing, pacing, and racing, SEN track. And do they do the jockeys wear lids? Is that why they call it lids? I'm actually not sure. When it comes okay. to – I've often mentioned this um, when, when we do mm. talk about the – the horse racing uh, variety mm. of SEN. <laughs> that, um... <laughs> hey, can, we, can I just quickly run through these texts? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, Trent, and this is, a, this is a question for Stevie J. Um, hey, guys, given an, an unlimited straight, what's the max speed of a supercar? Stevie J? Oh. Without getting all propeller head-ish yeah, on us, what's a... I would imagine maybe... 330 odd k an hour because of the diff ratio to run no, out. No, no, I think it'd just... just be a, it'd just hit a brick wall aerodynamically. Right. Okay. You know, so you know, you could you could gear it up to to do 400 k's an hour, but it would get to a point where it just can't push any more air. Right. Um, with the power that it's got. Yep. Probably 320, 330. I would imagine somewhere around that. There you go. Maybe okay. maybe a tad more, but yeah. Great. Okay. All right. Very good. And uh, another one from uh, text message ending in 695. If Mark Scaife could describe this show as in the driver's seat, he'd say ugly. Oh, a little bit harsh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll cop that if he's talking about the hosts, but yeah. I don't know about the show. I think the show's much better looking than the hosts. The um, Frank. Uh, Michael's Except chi- for you, Nimsy. <laughs> Michael's, chi- <laughs> Michael's chimed in uh, with uh, what uh, the lid's like. It's the greyhounds. So Not the dogs, oh. but... The dogs, if you okay. know what I mean. There you go. That's uh, it. Greyhounds lids fly. Mm. Yeah, I've... Still no clearer on what the lids fly. Well, is. I, like when <laughs> in the in the uh, and we're getting very much off track here. But in the we early, are, really in the early days of uh, of SEN track, uh, when I had to do a couple of uh, hosting stints mm. on there, I used to often say I'm like I've gone from watching a sport that has like you know six to seven hundred horsepower to watching one that's got one. So I don't quite get. <laughs> The, the little difference. 
Thank you very much. Oh, Mark Winterbottom's chimed in with Frosty. There's a lot of Greyhound fans on today. There is. There is. Greyhound racing makes sense now. No, not really. So anyway, thanks, Frosty. And so what you were saying, Nimsy, when we're going off track? So we're actually doing a McKeldon. Into the wall for Matt McKeldon. Hey, and here's the other thing, just on a note. <laughs> you were talking there about going from a 600-horsepower sport to a one-horsepower sport. Mm-hmm. I've gone from driving race cars to playing lawn. Play, oh should I say it or not? Uh, <laughs> the only thing missing is you driving your Peugeot there with the soft top down. <laughs> now, Don't mind a game of lawn bowls, let me tell you. And it's and Nimsy, it's not the barefoot variety. No, it's full genuine serious Volvo driving hat on the back wind parcel shelf lawn bowls. I love a little bit of lawn bowls. I actually Why are you there, Matthew? I'm there because my firm sponsors a a lawn bowls club. Why are you there, Matthew? Because I enjoy it and I'm playing with the ladies on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. And do they have to maybe get rid of their house at some stage before they uh, go to a home? There are certain uh, folk in... Perks of going to uh, lawn bowls? You know, there are... Maybe. (laughs) There's not not, not much perkiness at lawn bowls. There are certainly folks in the lawn bowls community that need to downsize and or sell their homes. (laughs) So I'm playing a little bit of lawn bowls with them. There you go. Uh, Mm. Also, a big thank you to everyone that is a SEN track listener and he's well versed with the Greyhound. So thank yeah, you for, yeah, uh, yeah. for, uh, for, for texting. For text <laughs> thank you. Lee. Oh, that's a cracker. <laughs> that is a ripper from text message 788. That's from Lee. Lee. Oh, that's from Lee. Lee here. Can we talk the lids fly? Is Alex drunk? Wrong night, you clown. Oh. <laughs> well done, Lee. Well done. Yeah, well, this is a sledge to each other. It's one, not just you and I. Yeah. Now, this one's for no, our listeners are having a crack. This one's for you. Other. This one's for you, Lee. It's an AU Falcon. Okay, let's let's straighten up and let's quickly talk. Oh, the starting boxes have lids. Okay, oh. now that makes sense, Peter. Peter, there we go. Well played, Pete. If I had a bataki ham, I'd get that out to you. Oh, if there was mm-hmm. a, tell you what, Pete. If there's a, uh, a, a signet power bank line around the station, oh, it's got your name on it, yeah, mate. Absolutely. But, um, anyway, we're getting well <laughs> sidetracked here, so let's talk a little bit of Formula One. Now, the dates for the 2023 Australian Grand Prix has been revealed after the new 10-year agreement was set in place for Melbourne to keep the AGP early this year. The dates have been released, March 30th to April 2nd. We'll see the return of Formula One back to Albert Park. Um, now, supercars will be on the uh, mm. on the grid in the support categories, as will F3 and F2, which also means that the S5000s will most likely be benched, which see I think you, we all saw, you know, that, that was... You know, even Blind Freddy could see that one coming, couldn't they? I think everything apart from supercars is being benched just quietly. I don't think cup cars are going to be there. No, um, no I don't think. I, for what I understand is... Well, they won't have the pit facilities, will they? With F1, mm. F2, F3, F3 and super-duper cars. I, I, I'm hearing Plus that Plus all that's... their other on-track entertainment mm. with, mm. with um, they do some stunt stuff. They do, obviously, yeah. the, the, the old cars and... Yeah. and well, the old race car stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I, from a racing um, point of view, I don't think there's going to be any other support categories at this stage. I think that's – I mean, that's cool. F1 and – having F2 and F3 there is really cool. Better than S5000. You know I'm not a fan. So uh, having F2 and F3 there, yeah, you beauty. 
because um, they're not also um, hybrid vacuum cleaners. They actually sound like race cars. <laughs> so I'm, I'm real happy that they're going to be mm. there. The only thing I'm not happy about with um, with this Formula One Grand Prix is they didn't consult me on the dates because I've actually got a dear friend's wedding that weekend. Uh-huh. So now I can't go. So I'm pretty dirty. Stream. There's plenty of time between now and then that the wedding won't go ahead. Peter Sampson have done himself a mischief. <laughs> I'm going to tell you whose wedding it is off air, and that's going to make you laugh even more because very possibly. Uh, oh, no, 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 I shouldn't say that. Oh, no, that's wrong. I do, they're beautiful people, and they, they're made for each other, so it's fabulous. But it just means that I can't be there. So thanks for the consult, AGP. That was really good. Are you doing an MC? Are you doing an MC gig or anything at the wedding? Uh, no, well, but I am doing. Well, if you do, you can be there. <laughs> just putting, just putting it no, but I, I I was asked during the week to do an MC gig at a wedding uh, for my old engineer Matt, who got engaged at. I saw uh, that. Got I engaged saw that. at the racetrack. You missed it. You were on the hill. Uh, no, no, no. I was working. It was done on a oh. Saturday. But, oh, I watched um, it happen. Did you watch it happen? There yeah. you go. So I got the MC gig. Very yeah. cool. And so what does Mrs. Max say when I tell her we've, we've got to go to, we're going to New South Wales because I'm emceeing Maddie's wedding. Uh, she goes, how come you didn't get in the wedding party? They mustn't like you very much. You're the <laughs> oh. MC. Oh, Mrs. Oh. Mac on the drive I'll tell you what. As, a, as yeah. someone that's done <laughs> a hell of a lot of MC work at weddings, mm. uh, cash in hand and sometimes, uh, you know, <laughs> four friends. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's a very important role. You're the glue that holds together that ceremony. Oh, I think so too. And out you of, know, I, I think if you if you choose the wrong MC, it could absolutely destroy your wedding. And after, uh, and I better put the disclaimer out there, Peter. I was kidding. Um, I don't know where the signet power banks are. But <laughs> did I really um, win a charge? I, I, so I apologise. <laughs> uh, or a bataki ham, but my friend. Tr- you didn't get that either. We were just on the me, gag. Pete, I, if I if I did have, if I knew yeah. where one of those were lying around, it would be. <laughs> Did I really win a charge? It'd be straight in your skyrocket, my friend. I can tell you that. Um, uh, gotta, gotta, gotta tell you, Pete. If there's charger pads lying around, McKeldon wants a charger pad. I don't have a charger pad. Don't you? Up here in the Queensland studio, we've got Bundaberg oh. ginger beer. That's well, it. No charger pads for us. Look, Pete. If you ring the quiz tomorrow with Gary and Tim, um, that's your best bet to get your hands on one of those signet charger pads. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> but, you swipe uh, one for me and Nimsy yeah. from the from the Just show there. From, grab, from, grab two out yeah. of the prize cupboard, <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be down for we'll be down for another live show at the Grand Prix next year. That's right. What's or even possibly up here at the Gold Coast Five Hundred, we right. might be having a live show. Possibly. Uh, watch this yeah. space uh, after a very successful one that we had at Bell's uh, at the start oh, of the year. <laughs> Frosty wants to know if I can't go to the wedding or I can't go to the GP. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to the GP, Frosty. I'll be going to the wedding, mate. I got to tell you because it's one of Mrs. Mac's best friends. Well, and if I want to remain. Mr. Mac <laughs> and her Mrs. Mac, I'm going to the wedding. Uh, either way, you'd still be Mr. Mac. <laughs> well, yeah, either way, I would. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, it's it's Can one. Let me of go those. home now. I need Time to sleep. To go. It's a it's a um a big edition of the driver's seat. Welcome to the Wankfest. <laughs> thank you very much, Tim. Uh, thank you for everyone for texting in tonight. Thank you to Todd Hazelwood for jumping on board. If you're headed to the to the Sandown Super Sprint. I will be there. So make sure you say good day. I'll be the uh, the Sri Lankan bloke. I'll be the bald Sri Lankan dude with glasses, probably wearing a... Uh, Lots of merch. Probably <laughs> wearing your menu log shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Russ. Enjoy Sandown. We'll see you next week. 
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.